0: sports talk mississippi's brian haydad along with robbie falk from 24 7 sports give you an inside look at the bulldogs on the field the court and the diamond now get ready for thunder and lightning this is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us and starting your weekend at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of you guys, our great listeners, especially our servicemen women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churning Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with Strange Brew Coffeehouse. This weekend, get up, you're ready for a brisk fall afternoon, a full day maybe of watching college football. Start it off with a drink from Strange Brew Coffee House, Get your morning started, get a little, little energy boost, and then get into that day. It's going to be a great weekend for college football. Start it off with Strange Brew Coffee House. Sorry there. College Corner. I thought I was going to sneeze for a second. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to get maroon and white merchandise wherever you are in our state because you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. But if you are in the Jackson area, they've got two uh, locations to serve you. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell.
1: And I am losing it. What is happening? I'm losing it. Do I need to take over? Could you do it? Uh, No, probably not. All right. So
0: yeah, i have just I got cold medication issues here. Uh, Originally by Fleet Feet, followed by the Half Shell, and everything you're looking for, maroon and white for your house, your car, yourself, whatever it is, they've got it at College Corner. Humble Taco, Startville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican Fair with Mississippi roots. If you're going to be headed to Startville, make sure Humble Taco is on your list because that is a experience you, can't, you really can't get it anywhere else. I know a lot of restaurants promise that and they talk about that, but it's for real at Humble Taco because that menu is more unique. I don't know if more unique is actually a thing.
1: No, that might be a question for. Like the, a, it's a rumblings question. Yeah. Because if it's unique. It can't. It's it's one of a kind. So, somebody can't, was, something can't be more unique or very unique. That's right. I think somebody actually brought that up on our message board one time when someone yeah. mentioned more more unique or so, something like that. We'll just that. say that humble taco is unique. Don't they have? Any, do they have a new menu? I I thought I saw them tweet something out today about a new. menu. I need to find out this information. I, yeah, we'll have to. Look you that think
0: up. they would tell me? We'll have to look that so, up. Did you have you say, ever had their the walking taco?
1: No, but I saw somebody eating that the other
0: day. That is something that I think Robbie Falk. You would be a, a, a bag of Fritos piled high with, with meat and sour cream
1: and cheese. That's just that just that seems like you. I'm not a huge sour cream and cheese fan. Hold on, okay. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, I'll eat it, but we I'm may, not going out of my way to find eat it.
0: Go host for the show. What but sour cream? I can live with. How do you not like cheese? I
1: mean, I like cheese. I'm just not going out of my way to get it. I would go out of my um, way for cheese. I'm, I'm not going to tell you know if somebody wants me to have the cheese, I'll eat the cheese. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I'm not a cheese kind of sore. Oh, I love cheese. I know, love it. One of my it's probably one of my top three favorite foods.
0: All right, well I'll let you live. I, I, you know what? I'm, a, I'm a, I don't know if you saw today. Corey Pilkington had some words for you too about about your food takes. What he said that uh, he couldn't believe I didn't just kill you where you stood when you took biscuits out of pancakes, waffles, and biscuits. I mean, I, am I, mean, I love
1: biscuits, biscuits, but we have to f- we have to figure out what we want more. Yeah, or is I,
0: biscuits? I mean, biscuits so versatile. Now you, now you can't have biscuits with, uh, with lunch anymore. Yes, I can. No. I can have whatever I want. And pick two, leave one. In your world, you just took... Your biscuits are out. You don't do that. In so my does that apply to me? If that was a real world where I had to choose... But it's not real world.
1: It's Twitter I, I'm not that saying Gil
0: Manclean not, made up. I'm not saying it's real world, but I'm saying if it was, you would have just done away with biscuits i like waffles and pancakes never what go to chick-fil-a in the morning and get a chicken biscuit ever again
1: well when am i ever at chick-fil-a in the morning i don't know i go there every every now and then i go there but once I, a week i don't live in Startville. i live outside of starville so i'm never here mm. so it's i mean a bunch of excuses as look as i love concerned. biscuits I, I do you yes i do you can't tell but if somebody gives me the options of for breakfast of pancake waffle or biscuit i'm gonna take waffle and pancake which is what I assumed that was. I didn't know that I had that, that this is going to be the, the rest of my life decision made right there on the spot. It was. The
0: and then I was say I went.
1: <coughs> Humble
0: Taco, delicious Mexican food. <laughs> I love when we get a good debate going. Do they in the have,
1: of the they, spot. they have do they have waffles, pancakes and biscuit options there?
0: If they had those kind of options. If they had breakfast options at Humble Taco. A Mexican-style breakfast. Breakfast like a, burritos, a pancake breakfast burrito. tacos. No, 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 a pancake burrito.
1: Mm, that sounds I mean, good. I
0: got something there, right? So. That sounds really good. All right. Mississippi State Vanderbilt. That's what we're going to talk about now. Do uh, we have to? This is the game that gets that dreaded 3 p.m. SEC network. We're trying to hide this game in plain sight. Yeah, time spot
1: right in, in the middle of CBS of Ole Miss LSU. And, yeah, I mean nobody's watching this and, game. You know,
0: Ed Orgeron's farewell tour, which first
1: stop,
0: the his first stop back to the scene of the crime. That's really a good way to put it. <clears throat> I did something today. I went back and looked at the box score from last year's game between. I did two too, games, and I did not realize how one sided this game was. Towards Vanderbilt.
1: Yeah, I thought that same thing. I was doing the know the foe thing, looking at Vanderbilt, and I always look back at the last time the two teams yeah. played. This was a complete, uh, I mean, domination by Vanderbilt on the stat sheet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Every Except single category, one category, the win. Tur- no,
0: well, turnovers, and yeah. that's why they lost.
1: They had it- two turnovers there in the last two possessions. Yeah. Jaden Crumpton got an interception. Tyrus Week got a fumble. Yeah, and they were driving was on it that Crumby first. Or was that
0: Marquis Spencer? It might have been Marquise. I think it was Spencer. Marquise, yeah you, might, yeah.
1: you might be right. You might be right. Uh, I can tell
0: you here, i got the, the, the stats pulled right up.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that's correct. It was, it was Marquise. So they were driving that's down the field to take the lead. Marquise mm-hmm. picked it off. Mm-hmm. State still couldn't do anything offensively. Mm-hmm. So Tyrus Wheat just said, I'm ending the game. And he, and he got a strip sack, and State was already deep in their territory, and, and they were able to score. Right. That was, the, that was probably the worst offensive performance outside of Alabama all year.
0: So State in this game is outgained by Van, by Vanderbilt. Let me point that out again.
1: A bad Vanderbilt bad team. I mean. It's not a good Vanderbilt. 478 team. to
0: 204. Ugh. Uh Vanderbilt had 31st downs to Mississippi State's 14. I mean, in all honesty, this is one of the worst defensive performances of the year outside of the scoreboard. Ugh. State was ran the ball against Vanderbilt 11 times for negative 22 yards. Will Rogers a big part of that, obviously. Three for negative thirty one. But even in that, Jaquavius marks six carries, ten yards. Dylan Johnson, one carry, four yards. Rogers was thirty five of forty six for two twenty six and a touchdown. And that was his first start. That was his first start. No question. And state's up seventeen nothing in this game.
1: Got off I think the first two possessions of the game they scored, I believe.
0: Yes. And and then from there, just a just a awful football game for Mississippi State. Um, And that is why, you know, I think Vanderbilt is better than they were a year ago. You're on the road. That's why I've been sort of loath to say, oh, I think State will cover this game easily. Yeah. You know, a year ago against a worse team. Now, granted, Mississippi State was worse, too. But, and I think State has improved. You think they were worse last year? At this point, yeah.
1: They're pretty bad this, this is year.
0: This is Roger's first start. And...
1: They're coming off the – again, coming off of just getting the Oh, you're talking by, about Mississippi State. I thought you were talking about Vanderbilt. Oh,
0: no, Vandy's better than they were last year. They're They've got bad. a couple of wins, at least.
1: Yeah, but they beat UConn and Colorado State. I'm just saying.
0: I I, I feel like they're a little better. Now, bad news for Vanderbilt in this game. Ken Sills is not going to play. Decent quarterback. not Not great, but decent. Mike Wright, who has thrown all of 10 passes, is going to get the start in this game. He's 6-for-10 on the season for 51 yards. Got a touchdown and a pick.
1: Well, he, he's got more now because last week he played in that ballgame.
0: Well, then Vanderbilt hasn't updated their stats because I'm looking at the stats right yeah, now.
1: Yeah, he, he threw for like 200 yards last week, and they had three plays of 50 or more yards. You see? 40, 45 or more yards. State, play, State fans
0: you know, complaining about uh, Mississippi State, HailState.com. Here's Vanderbilt doing the exact same thing. Nobody's doing anything. Everybody sucks. Anyway. It's not a Mississippi State thing, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, nobody can keep their website updated. Well, regardless, with Mike Wright, you're, this is, you know, not hit, you know, not, not the, the guy that Vandy would like to have out there. Yeah, we talked yeah. a lot yesterday about – sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I, just, I was just pausing to go to the next thing. But I, I, I do want to ask you this. We talked a lot yesterday about, you know, what's the margin of victory? Where do we, where do we feel like we're learning something? You know, it's like there's a uh, – like a graph, you know, with a line, and it's like, how much are you learning about Mississippi State, and what's the margin of victory, and it's just going up, right? Yeah. At, at three, you know, I don't know, but at thirty-three, I feel like I learned quite a bit. The more I'm looking at it now, I feel like if State doesn't blow them out, it's really a black mark on Mike Leach in this game. I yeah. feel I'm starting to think that.
1: Yeah, that. I mean, they need to. I mean, this is. This is not a good Vanderbilt team and Mississippi State is at this point you should be expecting your team taking that upward trajectory. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be falling back. I mean the, last year was excusable to the to the point that you got your you got a true freshman making his first career start in in an SEC ball game and you can't expect him to be, you know, ready to to throw for 400 yards. Well now he's played in 10 plus ball games he started in 10 plus ball games. He's got to be ready to come out there and just light this defense up. Um, I was trying to see what they did last week. Their defense gave up 14 points I believe mm-hmm. in the first quarter, or first half and second second half they had 10 straight possessions where they didn't give up a point. <laughs> they had ten straight empty possessions defensively. So, the defense is starting to play better. And I know it's South Carolina, and South Carolina is not very good, but um, that's that's a step in the right direction. They had they had not thrown a pass. They had not had a play this season go over forty yards Jeez. until last week. I mean, and we're they, talking
0: about Mississippi State doing that, and you yeah, know about not
1: one play. They had three last week mm-hmm. for the first time. And uh, Wright had two hundred yards passing. They had a hundred yard receiver. So the offense had a couple of explosive plays. It looks like this guy is going to be a little more, maybe a little more mobile yeah. than Ken Seals. But you're still talking about uh, the, the talent differential here is large mm-hmm. for even Mississippi State. State should be significantly better than this State. That's why Vegas thinks they're 23-point favorites. The, the ESPN FPI has them a 90% chance to win this ballgame. Vegas
0: is telling you that Mississippi State is more talented than Vanderbilt than Alabama it was over Mississippi State. Yeah. That's what that's the Vegas substanti- was telling you with these lines. That's substantial.
1: That is substantial.
0: And yet, I don't have the confidence in Mississippi State to just come out and tell you they're going to blow Vanderbilt out.
1: Well, you and I have the perspective of... seeing the games. We've we've seen this team since last year and we have have not seen them blow out anybody. We mm-hmm. talked about it on yesterday's show. Mississippi State hasn't come out and just handled someone for four quarters. I feel like you need to see that in this game. We, we need to see that this team is taking a big step, because that's what we've talked about all year, leading up to the season and everything, is Mike Leach in year two and year three is taking these big steps. Well, this team has made some st- statistical upgrades than what they had last year, but at the end of the day, are they that much better than they were last season, that's what the second half of the year is going to be for for Mississippi State. Uh, that this, this is when we find out whether or not Mississippi State is significantly better and they are moving in the right direction under Mike Leach. They're going to have to come out and and win ball games like this pretty handedly.
0: What do we know about Will, Will Rogers? Feels like he's I, he's going to play, but
1: is he a hundred percent? Do you think? I know I don't think he's a hundred percent, but this, this is one of those deals. You get a shot in the shoulder or something. Uh I don't I don't know what the protocol is but I mean he seemed fine in the second half the other day. Uh so mm-hmm. from all indications well, I mean, he got a shot in the shoulder and was ready to go. Fine might be a bit. He of didn't search, play well yeah. but it didn't look like he was affected as much as he was in the first half with his shoulder. Um it, it wasn't in a good game but I I didn't think that it was because of that shoulder I think it was just because he was not having a good game. Right
0: playing of course playing one of the best teams in the country. <sighs> I'm, I'm just – I feel very strongly about this game that we're going to know if State gets to a bowl. Maybe I may have changed my mind since yesterday, the more I've thought about it, that if State doesn't dominate this team, how can I have a lot of faith that they're going to be able to beat Kentucky or go on the road and beat Arkansas, certainly not go on the road and beat Auburn, certainly not at home against Ole Miss if everybody's healthy there. What 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 about this game gives me confidence that those things can happen? What 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 do I need to take away? What do I need to see Saturday to make me think State's getting at least one more to get to a bowl game?
1: I don't know if there is anything. That's that's the weird thing with this Mike Leach team. When have you seen anything in a game that you took away that translated to the next week? Maybe the the Memphis game, which you translated. Negatively, yeah. Last year, after State played the worst game possibly they played all year against Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. they went to Georgia and mm-hmm. turmoil and almost won. Yeah. Um. So I don't, I don't know. There hasn't been the There's like no pattern. Yeah. There's like no pattern with with Mike Leach. It's just every week is a, is a new adventure, but it's kind of the same adventure, uh, it's a movie that you've seen before, but you don't know if it's going to be, uh, you know a a movie that you hate or a movie that you love a classic i don't you you, you can't tell what you're going to get based on the week before so that's why are you telling me that mike leach is like a box of chocolates i think we've said that before haven't we may we may have yeah yeah i mean it's you know it's it's like it's like buying a ticket and the person at the window telling you what what movie you're going to see. Mm-hmm. And you go in there and you watch the movie and it, you're either going to love or hate it. You don't get to choose. You just come to the game and Mike Leach puts on a show for you. It's either going to make you irrationally angry or it's going to make you love the man until the next week uh, whenever you get a new movie to watch. That's what we're, we're going to sign up for whenever you hire Mike Leach. You, you, have, no other, you have no other direction to go. Feels
0: like the most confidence State's going to be able to gain in this game is defensively because, like you said, Vandy is a team that doesn't get a lot of big plays. Uh, if State gives up big plays in this game, that's a big that's a big another big red flag for me. But I think I think Zach Arnett is going to remember what happened last year. I, I foresee State having a really good game defensively in this one.
1: Yeah, they should. You, you would expect um, that defense has not been great. You know, no, the, there there hasn't been one thing that I say they do great. They're not, they're, when they get pressure on the quarterback, they're not finishing the job. <laughs> they're giving up some big plays. I feel like at times last year's defense played better, and that's kind of strange to mm-hmm. say. I haven't even looked at the numbers to kind of compare, but I, I don't think that this defense is playing extremely well at this point.
0: I think Zach Arnett would agree with you too.
1: I was expecting a lot more out of that unit. I was expecting some more numbers being put up on pass rush. Um, they're not really
0: – Two guys are sort of disappointed. Tell me if I'm wrong. Aaron Brûle and Jalen Green.
1: Yeah. Expected um, more from them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we're I'm, halfway
0: through the season now with Brûle, and I mean we haven't seen anything like what we saw from him last year.
1: I mean, your two best linebackers right now, the ones that are flashing the most is probably Jet Johnson and Nate Watson. Yeah. And Wheat's uh, been good this year. You know, Tyrus Wheat kind of he makes some he makes the wheel he's like the 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 cog and the wheel that yeah. gets things rolling. You might not see him, but he, he makes plays happen. You're just not seeing enough of Aaron I, That's been kind of disappointing because we had high expectations for him coming in. We, we talked about how the SEC media was um, ignorant. They didn't do their research on him. Well, now it's coming back to bite us in the butt for saying that because he hadn't really hadn't lived up to the potential that we've put on him. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Green either. I mean, you, you just haven't seen enough of him. So, yeah, I mean, everybody's got to be better on that defensive unit. There's going to be some games – and the back half of the schedule that they've got to be really good for Mississippi State to win. And right now they're just good in spurts and then they're bad in spurts and it's it's really hurting them because the there's not a whole lot of leeway that they have out there with the offense doing what it's doing. Yeah, I
0: agree. When when I look at this game, man, I don't know. I I am I am I'm in a pickle here because Part of me feels like, I mean, come on, this, team, this Vanderbilt team is terrible. They're not any good. Everybody's been blowing them out. Surely State can do it again. But at the same time, I haven't seen State do it. I think it was on your message board where I saw this stat. Only three times under Mike Leach has State gone over 30 points. I mean, 30 points in college football in 2021, 2020, is not a lot of points. No. And that's close to what everybody is going to be averaging, let alone just getting it in three games. So, I mean, why why would I sit here and tell you that today's the day they get 45 points?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we're jumping to a lot of conclusions with this team every week. It seems like, you know, we're giving them a lot more credit than they really deserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a good point. I mean, we I, feel,
0: It feels like they're on the verge of, of things clicking. Yeah. But the car has not started yet.
1: No. You know, they're still turning
0: the key and it's still – the engine's trying to turn over.
1: Yeah. that I mean, it's just not uh, – the offense has just been too stagnant at times so the, they'll move the ball down the field and then they'll get a, like like we've like we've talked about a lot they'll get you know out of out of their lane when they have you know they they have a couple of second and twos <coughs> third and threes and things like that well then they'll have a penalty yeah. and the second and 13 is third and 14 mm-hmm. and the possession's over yeah um, Everything's got to go according to script for this offense to be really good. About that's, that, yeah. that's kind of just how it is right now.
0: Yeah, this team is not built. It's it's a grinded out team through the air. Yeah, and at the same time, when there are mistakes, they even though they're a passing team, they don't really have the ability to overcome those mistakes. It's it's one of the most from, from a neutral perspective. If you're not a Mississippi State fan, this is one of the most interesting teams because it feels like they should be better. It feels like they have the ability to be better and yet they're not and the way they run their the offense seems contrary to everything you would have ever thought about Mike Leach before he got here
1: yeah you know when, when we're growing up and well I was already when growing. you're in college ahead, i yeah. guess yeah you know when we we're watching Mike Leach at Texas Tech and Washington State mm-hmm. it always felt like that was the best offense in the country mm-hmm. like nobody could stop that offense they're mm-hmm. going to score 40 a game like that was just the perception of Mike Leach um, that they they were an unstoppable offense. Their defense might not be very good, but they're going to put some points on the board. So when he gets here, everybody thinks that's the offense, You know that Mississippi State's going to be able to throw it around the yard, uh, get big plays left and right, get up and down the field against everybody. Nobody's going to be able to stop it. And now you have a, what looks like essentially <laughs> a ball-control offense through the air that's moving – Five and six yards down the field mm-hmm. each play, and that's not the offense that a lot of people expected to get. But that's that's kind of what this offense is. That's kind of you know the perception is a, is a lot different, it seems, than the reality. At least when it comes to Mississippi State's offense.
0: You know when you look at, at him at Washington State, let's just go with that, right? So he took over in 2012. First year, not good. 20.4 points per game. Year two, they jumped up to 30 uh, 31 points a game. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a big leap. And they next next year thirty-two, state at thirty-one, then they were up to 38, 30, uh, thirty seven, and then his last year there they averaged thirty one. I mean, state right now is averaging about twenty four points per game, I think. I think that's correct. Yeah. They've only been over thirty one game, and it was the, the Louisiana Tech game. They couldn't score thirty on Memphis, who is not good defensively. Um
1: they had plenty of chances. It wasn't for yeah. It wasn't lack.
0: lack of chances, but it is what it is. Very negative preview here for a game we think State's going to win easily. It's well, kind of weird just, how that works, huh?
1: I mean, that's just that's where Mississippi State is right now. Yeah. I mean, it's just not the team right now is just kind of bland. Yeah, I agree. And there's nothing really exciting. Bland about is it. a good word. I it's, mean, that they're not they're not awful. They're like not a terrible potatoes. team. I've seen some. I I I thought Joe Moorhead's teams were worse than this team, mm-hmm. but I just don't. get There's nothing that really excites you about this team. They're just average, and that's
0: another on reason for sides. fan frustration. Yeah, is that the team's not exciting? Yeah, and when I talked about it last year with Ole Miss. Like they're getting killed in these games, but you know they're scoring points. At least it makes it feel like you know you paid for your ticket and you got a show out of it. Right, State. You know you 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 come in and you're like this is gonna be a long day. Yeah, you know it's not gonna be it's not pleasant to watch. So. We'll see what happens on Saturday. I think the main thing is if state gets a win and they're four and three, you can start looking forward to the rest of these games and, and seeing what happens. So we'll see. Let's move on into our playmakers and predictions. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council who want to remind you that beef is what's for dinner. Such a big part of our state. People always think about cotton and soybeans here in Mississippi, but there are 15,000 producers of beef here in Mississippi with an estimated value of five, almost $500 million worth of cattle production. And every time you go to the grocery store and you're looking for something for dinner, looking for something for your family, beef needs to be on the menu. If it's on the grill, in the cast iron pan, or in the oven, wherever you're cooking it, it's going to be delicious. So many different cuts, so many different options. And if you're looking for recipes they've got you taken care of at msbeef.org. So as you know, so it gets cooler, You're looking to make some chili, some soup, some stew, or maybe something for the holidays. You're going ahead and looking ahead. Look, it doesn't always have to be about the turkey. You know the Haydad family. We are a two-meat family when it comes to Thanksgiving. A prime rib or a beef tenderloin on Thanksgiving Day, that's a great compliment for everything else. So, check them out. MSBeef.org. Don't ever forget that beef, it's what's for dinner. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. That's the place you want to be. Come football season. You want to be heading over to Two Brothers. You want to be getting in line there. You want to be sitting at the table enjoying some of the best food in the Southeastern Conference. And it's going to always be great whenever you go there. So head over to the heart of the Cotton District, grab you a table, grab some smoked wings, grab some tacos, some sandwiches, and enjoy yourself every time out at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems has a two-way plan to take care of your business. First and foremost, they're going to offer you an incredible selection of products and services. Everything you need from a technological standpoint to keep your business thriving and working and going forward. Anything you're looking for from a computer, copier, printer, uh, mailing systems. Whatever it is, they've got you taken care of. Then, every sale. Every sale they make is backed up with the kind of customer service you're talking about getting from your next door neighbor. That's what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are your neighbors. They are Mississippi through and through and always have been. Call them today. Find out how they can help you out. That number, 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. All right, Robbie, playmaker time. Who you got offensively?
1: I hadn't even thought about it, to be honest with you. Oh. Um you know, I, w- I want to say Will Rogers, but I feel like that's just kind. I mean, I don't think that he has to be just incredible to win this game. I think you need some plays from your wide receiver. You, you need some big plays. I, I think you need to see some some exciting plays from wide receivers in this ball game. Um, I, I'm going to go with Makai Polk. He's been okay. he's been the guy that Will Rogers has leaned on for most of the season. But it seems like, especially on the road, doesn't it seem like that's that's his security blanket. More often on the road, we had we saw that big that big pass down the field. Two of them really um, to Polk against Memphis, forty plus yard pass. Then he had the touchdown pass that um, got him within two points, I believe. Uh, and he has Memphis, Texas A and M. He had a great game. I'm going to go with Makai Polk. I, I think that's a, this is going to be another good game for him on the road. Mm-hmm. Finishing drives in the red zone, which Mississippi State has to do in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really feel like McCai Polk is, is going to come out and have another good ball game on the road. Double digit you catches? I think that's a possibility which the, I mean it wouldn't be wouldn't be the first
0: time. wouldn't be improbable. It, w- it wouldn't be the second time either for him. So uh, I'm going to go in the running game, man. It's, it's, it's got to happen at some point. States, maybe their best offensive performance of the season was against LSU. And why was that? Because they ran the football. Mike Leach has got to get that going. And I'm not saying, again, when I talk about running the football, I'm not talking about 25 carries. But you've got to be more selective when you run, and you've got to be more attentive to the running game. So Jaquavius Marks is my guy here. I think he needs to come out and have a big game. There's, You know, I don't want to go down the road again. You know, J.J. Jernigan first in the depth chart. It's obvious they're trying to send a message. Marks needs to get that message. And he needs yeah. to come out and have a big game on Saturday. Yeah, he was there last week, too. So yeah. I,
1: I think that's just a rewarding thing for him. I do, him. too. I mean, I just... I don't think he's going to get the bulk of the reps. I
0: don't either. But it also, you can tell they're trying to send a message somewhere. So, wh- yeah. there you go. What's your defensive guy?
1: I'm going to go with, uh, you know, we talked about the linebackers earlier. I think I'm going to go with a linebacker. I'm going to go with Nate Watson. Okay. He's gotten back healthy. He's gotten back at the ball game. Had a huge game last week. I think he had 16 tackles yeah. last week. And we're starting to see a little mix here with Jet Johnson and Nate Watson, and I think that makes Mississippi State's linebackers um, a little more dangerous out there. I think you need to get after the quarterback. I'm bringing him on a blitz. I'm getting in the sophomore quarterback's face, and I'm trying to get some negative plays. This is a game that I don't think you're going to see what we saw with Bryce Young last week. Blitzing on third down, getting the guy's face. Don't give him time back there. He'll make mistakes. This is going to be his second career start. I don't think you're going up against Bryce Young. I think your linebackers have to get involved and get in the backfield. And I think Nate Watson will be that guy that can get back there and make plays for you.
0: So last year, turnovers was the difference in this game, right? So turnovers usually come from the secondary. I mean, Forbes and Emerson have got to get something going. So let's go with Forbes in this one.
1: What's your guy?
0: I mean, he is my guy. But you need some picks in this game. You need to create some short fields. You need to create uh, some easy opportunities for your offense. And honestly... Mr. Pick Six needs to pick six. Needs to get into the end zone. So, I think Emmanuel Forbes, you know, Vanderbilt's going to try to throw the football. They'll they'll try to you know attack Mississippi State where they're weak, which is you know in the big play department. But I don't think they have the horses for it. I think Forbes can cover his man up, and he'll be the guy.
1: You know what's interesting on the flip side of that? Mm. Vanderbilt has gotten two interceptions in each of the last three ball games. Really, this is a game you have to protect the ball. You can't, you can't give them for. Yeah. And so they're going for four straight games multiple interceptions. That's kind of hard to believe. We
0: said it last earlier this week. State's 0-3 when they turn the ball over on their first drive of the game. Yeah. Drive down the field and score some points this yeah, time. Yeah, get it 7 nothing. Speaking of making a, a big play, who do you have? Big playmaker, who's your uh, your X Factor?
1: I'm going to Lou Griffin. Um, he's just would kinda, like to see that. He's just kind of slipping back a little bit. People are starting to forget he exists. Let's see if you can get him on some tunnel screens. Get the ball out to him on space one-on-one. I don't know if we're going to be able to see him returning the kicks. Right. But this is a game where if he gets in the secondary, this isn't a defense that's going to be like Alabama's. It's just going to be uh, really, really talented. So he's got a chance to make some guys miss, get in the secondary, and bust off a big play. You need to see him get a big play again. He, he seems to be an energizer bunny for Mississippi State out there. hmm Try to get him the ball a little more. Mm-hmm. Him and Jameer Calvin, they, they, they're guys that they can catch the ball at the line of scrimmage and make, make something happen. So I, I want to see Tula Griffin come out there and make a play.
0: I like where your head's at there. And, and I think Mississippi State fans, more than anything, would like to see that a lot. Vandy had three sacks a season ago. State's got to protect Will Rogers, especially this week when it looks like he might still be a little bit banged up. So my, my I don't know if this is the right call for a playmaker because you'll never notice. But you know, a lot of buzz on Charles Cross right now about being a first-round pick. I mean, I think it's pretty much a done deal at this point, assuming he doesn't have a, a, a bad injury or some sort of bad regression in these final few weeks of the season. Uh, so he's they got to keep Will Rogers upright. So Charles Cross is, is my 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 X factor. In this one. Yeah, he, I,
1: I he did what he had to do the last two ball games, He went up against Leal mm-hmm. and Texas A&M. They got that on film. Mm-hmm. And then went up against, I, I, I don't even remember it who matter. it was. It's an All-American. Dale or somebody from, yeah. from Alabama. Well, Paul made a really good crew. point.
0: Paul made a really good point on your message where he said, there's a reason Will Anderson didn't rush Charles Cross. He
1: was on the other side. He's on the other side. Yeah,
0: He didn't want any part of that. Yeah, so, and so
1: Smart he, coaching. He's done what he needed to do. Yeah. He needed to show that he could pass block. And, I mean, the stuff he pitch. did last week, it, unless you just sit there and watch offensive linemen mm-hmm. sometimes, what he did last week was impressive. I mean, yeah. he was just sitting there holding. Nobody was people, getting People on Twitter
0: him. are talking about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, he, so he sealed it up, and he's going to measure through the roof. Oh, of, yeah. The combine. Yeah, no question. All right, give me your prediction. It's that time. I think we gave it away last night. It kind of But did. Uh, I'm going to go Mississippi State 31 and I know I'm predicting 30 plus, but I think they can get it in this game yeah. if they don't turn the ball over. Mississippi State 31, Vandy 17. That's not going to make Carly anybody happy. Yeah. But I just right now I just cannot predict Mississippi State to blow anybody out. No, I, I agree. Just, it, until I, I, I
0: see it, I'm pretty much with you. Mine's 31 to 14, Mississippi State. Okay. So a, a game where they're never in trouble, they win relatively easily, but it's not as impressive as you want it to be.
1: I've got Mister Blue Shirt hitting a field goal in this one, Joseph Bulavis.
0: <laughs> that guy. We get
1: to see him again. I'll, I'll never forget that day when he decommitted from Alabama, and yeah. I tweeted out or uh, Georgia Tech, and I tweeted out this could could be one to watch. Oh it was. We were just talking about it for weeks, and then all of a sudden, boom! Alabama has a yeah. story with him, and he's accepting a blue shirt. Yeah. So of course, that, that
0: day I was producing the Boneyard with uh, with Steve Robertson back in the Bulldogs Sports Radio days. And he decommits, and Steve's like, he's looking at it, and we're, I'm looking at it, and I was like, why didn't he just go ahead and flip? Yeah, I was like, why? What, he's talking about, you know, have other options. I was like, not good. And then two minutes later, he's committing to Alabama. And I just remember at that time I texted John Garcia, who uh, at the time was working for
1: Scouts Scout. Scout. He was an Alabama Alabama guy.
0: recruiting guy. And now he's with Sports Illustrated. And I tweeted out, and he's an Alabama guy. And I was just like, I mean, we, you can't even give off a, a kicker. Like, you can't even let state have a kicker.
1: Dan and, struggled with kickers. And, well, and, I mean, yeah. and finally, he had Evan McPherson and then, he and then the floor, left and took Evan McPherson with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Evan McPherson is now kicking for the <coughs> Bengals. Yeah. And Joseph um, Bolivar is now kicking for Vanderbilt. I sat there and watched Rodrigo Blankenship in the Palmero Center mm-hmm. just destroying footballs. Mm-hmm. Dan watched it. Yeah, he, the, it. it sounded like you were shooting a cannonball out of a cannon. Yeah. That's how hard he was kicking the ball. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking this whole time, this kid's got a scholarship. Dan would not offer him a scholarship. That's all he had to do was offer the kid a scholarship, and he got one from Georgia and went to Georgia. Yeah. You would have had a kick
0: the ball. He actually walked on at Georgia. He was but a, he
1: got Hope Scholarship oh yeah, that's right, at Georgia, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he got scholarship he got money. money yeah. He, w- he would have come to Mississippi State. He would have committed to Mississippi State before he got yeah. Georgia interest. Yeah. So. And then, and Dan went all for him. Oh well. Wow. All right. Back yeah. on Sunday. When is
0: it, kicker. Back on Sunday. I should be a victory Sunday, uh, and we'll figure out all that out. And then I'll
1: be in Nashville this weekend, so
0: yeah. Uh,
1: so might we'll, be later Sunday, Sunday
0: afternoon sometime. Yeah. And then uh, back at it on Monday for Mississippi State Kentucky. Big game, big game for Mississippi State. Plenty to talk about on that one, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you again soon for Robbie Falk. I'm Brian. Hey, Dad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.